is good, my spiritual money-making divine pale family. Listen, so I do have my headsets on. <laughs> That's inside joke for those of you who are part of my tribe. But I did miss last week, and I'm super excited to just come back in and get back on track from another reading of How Rich People Think. Y'all already know, favorite one of my favorite authors, Steve Siebold. Love the subtitle, Turn Your Ambition Into Action. And as I'm turning to the um, chapter, it's, this is, again, like I've said, this is not for the person who's just going to simply um, just sit around in inactivity, um, having the ambition and drive, but not wanting to put forth action. Now, one of the things that's just coming to my mind, too, is the way that you think is fundamental in how you proceed with everything else. So this allows us a sacred space and time to just assess where we are. Um, as I've been reading through this book, um, there are some things where I've seen the transition from what I grew up with and poverty mindset and transitioned over time in raising you know, my consciousness to become more of a rich thinker. And then there's some areas where it's like, oh my gosh, that is turning me completely upside down on my head. So super excited about this next chapter. Let's see what it says here. Mm. It says, so we're, we're on the 19th little, it's like a chapterette. Um, I think this is kind of like the cliff notes for the, the book version, but I've been enjoying um, reading this. So it says, middle class is waiting to be rescued from financial mediocri- mediocrity. World class knows no one is coming to the rescue. Excuse me. That's interesting right there. And I think, you know, it's so funny because I haven't even, I never look ahead. I like to have my raw emotions and and thoughts as I read through. And I had just mentioned like 30 seconds back that even growing up, um, a lot of, you know, I share my experience. I grew up Christian and that imprinted and embedded a lot of the poverty mindset and this idea that you're waiting for someone else or some other deity, um, that the locus of control lies outside of yourself. But here, even in the title alone, you can see that part of the transition to how rich people think is understanding that they understand no one is coming to the rescue. And we've been seeing this theme over and over in different, um, areas. If some of you also join me in how um, the science of getting rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles, the reading of that, it's kind of talking about that along the same line. So let's get into it. It says, the middle class lives in a perpetual, perpetual waiting game for outside forces to come to their aid and grant their every wish. Yo, I tell y'all, Steve Siebold, that's a loaded statement right there. But just living in perpetual, that means ongoing, never stopping, waiting game for outside forces to come to their aid and grant their every wish. Whether it's losing weight and getting fit, enhancing their relationships, or getting rich, they are operating... At a level of consciousness that encourages them to wait passively for life to improve. Passively 
level of consciousness. The hero they're waiting for may be God, the government, okay? So for some people, it's God, some people, it's the government, their boss, or their spouse. It's the average person's level of thinking that breeds this approach to life and living while the clock keeps ticking away. The number one regret people have on their deathbed is, I should have taken more risks. (laughs) That's going to be very interesting. I don't know. The greatest risk you can take is playing it safe while expecting to get what you want. The great ones know that no one is coming to the rescue and they are glad. Any world-class performer will tell you that it's not getting what you want that's so much fun, but the person you become along the journey. I think I like both. <laughs> oh, I think I've learned how to say I like both. I want my pie and I want to eat it too. I like getting what I want. But I have been learning to enjoy the journey. Right? It says world-class performers who get rich are the happiest people I've interviewed over the last 26 years. But they're not happy because they're rich. And you know what? That makes sense. That, that makes sense to my last statement. Oh, this is so cool. Here we are. We're enjoying the journey, right? This is part of enjoying the journey, the enlighten, enlightenment, the level of consciousness. Um, I think that that would make sense because part of me, you know, on the path to be rich, yes, I. it's a process, um, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm learning to just be happy. That is that's it has to do with sense of fulfillment but anyways let's go on let's go on he says they're happy there we go their happiness stems from setting a goal fighting the fight and winning the game the money is just a measuring stick of their mindset y'all when i tell you this is so beautifully written right money makes their life easier and more comfortable The money gives them opportunities to do and see things most people never experience. But the money doesn't make them happy. (laughs) Money and happiness have little to do with each other. Money is just a tool of exchange. Happiness is an emotional experience. The two have almost nothing in common. They're both important, yet largely unrelated. Mm. The ego-driven upper class have always believed riches will will bring them happiness, which is why they are often emotionally tortured. And you'll notice, I'm going to call it right now, there was a contrast between the, the ones that he said he interviewed over the 26 years and the high performers being happy. But here he's kind of contrasting the ego-driven upper class, um, uh, tying their happiness to their riches and being emotionally tortured as opposed to the ones who get fulfillment from you know, setting a goal, um, putting the effort towards it, and then getting the results. 
It says, these are the most miserable people I've ever interviewed, yet many are super rich. What they counted on to finally make their lives fulfilling barely made an impact, and they are often confounded by this phenomenon. Unfortunately, this is a group of rich people the media likes to report on often, and it sends the message to society that getting rich makes people miserable. And this is so true. I remember uh, one of my uh, funnest conversations I had was last summer with an older couple from my church. And, um, you know, I was telling them that part of the reason I don't go to church anymore, because I grew up with them and they were just checking in on me, is I said, I just had to get away from the poverty mindset. And, um, he started to tell me, you know, all these different people about, um, that were just miserable. And it's just kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, I know, I know poor people that are miserable too. I know of, you know, people who are struggling to make it and they're not happy either. So at the end of the day, that's not the, the issue. That was a fun conversation, but this is kind of what that is alluding to also. It says, what they're missing is an elevated level of consciousness that must accompany the wealth if a person is going to be happy. And that consciousness is a spirit-driven, love and abundance living world class. Uh, I'm, I want to underline it. My pencil is right here. So give me like 10 seconds because I don't want to have to <laughs> come back to it here. So it says elevated level of consciousness accompany the wealth of a person that is spirit driven, love and abundance living. And it all starts with a self-reliant mindset that refuses to wait for outside forces or circumstances to make things happen. And I'm underlining self-reliant here. <sighs> now going into the rich resources, um, uh, most of you who have been with me know that Stephen Siebold provides um, the rich resource and then he has a critical thinking question and action stuff. So let's get into it. The book he's recommending here is The Automatic Millionaire. A powerful one-step plan to live and finish rich. One-step plan? Listen, when I tell you all, I have like, at, at this point, like 20 tabs with audiobooks. <laughs> I'm going to look into this one because one-step plan to live and finish rich. And that's by David Back, Batch, Back. Um... I'm going, to just, I'm going to put a star on this one because I do want to revisit this. The next, the critical thinking question here is, are you taking daily action toward getting rich or waiting to be rescued? And, you know, I think that, I think we've talked about this before, but I think for me, it's one of those things where he's reminding you, this is, this is a, a it's kind of like telling you or reinforcing that even if we commit to taking daily actions towards getting rich, it's one of those things where when I think back, sometimes I allowed myself to be stressed out 
and um, live a little bit fear-based or lack mindset for a week, two weeks, a month, three months, six months, right? And um, I think that even as we're going through the pandemic, I think that that really put your feet to the fire, not just for me, but for other people. How long are you willing to stay in that energy and how quickly can you convert your thought and your mindset to say, okay, this is a problem. Let me fix it. Um, not staying too much in the cause, but trying to look for a cure and taking the daily baby steps. And one of the things I love, one of my favorite mantras is every day in every way, I'm becoming a better version of myself. And so when you start to compound those effects, now you're looking at 365 um, days of continual success. So when you apply those principles to, to get towards getting rich, it makes sense too, because if you start from any age to focus on what it takes for you to be rich, right? Now you have less time worrying, less time in worrying about, you know, making it. Um, and that can shave off days and years and months towards your retirement and getting to the lifestyle that you want versus, you know, having that fear. Okay, the next one part is the action step, which is create a daily plan of action that will move you closer to building financial independence. Um, and I'm going to just have a little bit of sense of humor here, but what better place maybe than to start out with that one step plan to live? I mean, if, if it's a one step, then hey, um, I'll try to remember if, if I can make a comment on it next week. But yeah, that pretty much concludes um, the reading for today. I will say that at the time that I'm recording this, um, we are just going into Aries season. And so regardless of whether or not you have Aries placements in your, you know, I call them your Trinity, your top three, or your Ascendant or other in your houses or whatnot, um, a lot of you may be feeling this energy to get out and do something and to um, be action oriented. So definitely take advantage of that. And um, for those of you who are part of my tribe, this is so in alignment with what we've been talking about too, and even talks a little bit to the Aries traits where they can um, have the have the ambition, but not take the action or not take steps or not make a plan. So um, regardless, at the end of the day, this is all something that all of us can benefit from. And when we master these types of things and these types of thinking and this approach, we will be in alignment with being rich. So I wish you wish you a powerful, upbeat and productive week. And um, next week, we will be reading from 20, which is middle class believe money changes people, world class believes money reveals people. And there's a quote here by Robert G. Allen. I'll just go ahead and read that and then we're done, done. It says, don't let the opinions of the average man sway you. Dream and he thinks you're crazy. Succeed and he thinks you're lucky. Acquire wealth and he thinks you're greedy. Pay no attention. He simply doesn't understand. And I love that too. Um, It's my fur baby. Sorry about that. It's a cat. <laughs> Yeah, there. But he's in his he's in his little crate, so he just heard something. Ah, Bruno!
All right, I'm going to get off here. Um, like I said, have a powerful, upbeat, and productive week. And um, yeah, until next week, peace.